as ready as I'll ever be. I Have mean, you ever felt more prepared? I've actually never felt less prepared. <laughs> Have you ever felt prepared? <laughs> This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 83 of The Real Word. Word is up. The word is up. We're here at 83. We've got three rackets. If you're new to the show, we do three rackets uh, every single show. And what do you know? NAR is back in the news again. I don't, if you're a follower of The Real Word, I don't want you to think that I am just outright after NAR in any way. I'm a NAR member. Well, I, I, I think, think you have to be a NAR member. I think I have to be a NAR member. Um, I think you have to pay NAR your dues. Basically, but but uh, you know, I also, and I'm probably ethically tied to always speak good about NAR despite the fact that I'm just more honest, I think, about NAR than uh, well, maybe some of the I don't members. think you're necessarily negative. I think you just like to bring to light yeah. where your money is being spent because I don't think people know. So this is just another prime example, or I shouldn't even say example. I feel like this is because this is an example. This just continues to back up your argument about, especially when it comes to RPR. So what yes. we're going to do today is we are absolutely going to. If you're an agent or a broker and you don't understand, um, maybe you just haven't done the homework of where NAR's putting our dues, mm -hmm. this is going to be one example of, in my opinion, them wasting dues money and not having a clear plan on how to spend it. Dues money. So racket number one, former contractor sues NAR, alleges as well that RPR tech is very fragile. So what's super interesting with that headline though is that he was the contractor hired one of 19 by yes the way. to produce um, this tech platform and he's saying that it's fragile so I even the whole thing is very you, interesting you know what's fishing there, there's if weird. and we're gonna link this up if you're in our YouTube watching this uh, if you maybe if you're listening it go go over to YouTube and go into the description and we're gonna have this article linked. We link all the articles that are referencing any one of our rackets. This I feel happens like to should be, be a an drinking game. Article. Link. I feel like you you link link. Every time link, I say link, you link. drink. Yeah. Link and then drink. Ooh! Wow. Oh gosh, we're onto something. Nicole likes that. <laughs> all right. Um, you like to say link. Click the link. Click the link. The click link. It. There's links. actually. You know what I learned? Learned. Is no, it learned or learned? I don't. It learned. Learned? I'm I sorry. Learned. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I learned just the other day learned? by watching somebody else's. Wait, you really thought that it was learned for a minute? Like that made no, sense to you? It just sounds better. No. No, All right, wasn't. so here's the deal. Yeah. I'm supposed to stop in the middle of these YouTube videos and say smash that like button. Ew. That's what I'm supposed to say. Do you no, want me to say that? Never. never. Please don't ever. Hit the like button for us, would you? Yeah. I mean, I guess that, it helps that, the algorithm I mean, quite I feel a bit. like you should say learnt. All right, here middle. we go. Here's what we're all going <laughs> to learn right now. Inman did an investigation into RPR, which is the Realtor Property Resource. We're going to tell you in just a minute how much money they've dumped into this resource. You can't wait. Which, That's your favorite part. Which barely anybody uses, by the way, uh, through NAR. 
what is the man at the time of, let me just get through this Nicole. Yeah. at the time of their investigation at least 19 contractors from four different consulting firms were working on rpr but this was after um nar had said most of the uh software developers were working directly for them they weren't contractors mm -hmm. they were like Okay. hiring and putting together yep. this team but it really just ended up being 19 different independent contractors yep. um from four different consulting right. firms okay so I, we took a whole big diversion i don't know why i was so hung up on that but you yeah you are no oh, because you were saying this one contractor and and, and oh. i just want to make the point that <clears throat> this was like a collection of people how we've gotten here from 2009 when we started funding mm -hmm. rpr through NAR all the way till today yeah, in 2019. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at 10 years, and each year is at least 10. The highest let's go being through the, 23 million. Let's go through the I years, mean, and, and we'll flash this up on the screen, but if you're listening, it's 2009, 12 million. Uh, the next year, 10.9, and we'll just go from 2009 down to 2019. I'm yeah. not going to say every year. 10.9 million in 11, 16.6 million, 18.5 million, 19 million, 21.9 million, 22.9 million, 22.9 million in 2016, 23 million in 2017. It went up every I mean, single look, year. 18.75 million. 18, and it's only halfway. Finally, but they it's finally only choked out a little bit. But it's only bit, halfway through the year. It's only, it's only August. That could be the funding for the whole year. I don't know. It doesn't Insane. say that. But yeah, 18.75 million in 2019. <sighs> so if you're an agent right now or you're part of NAR and you're thinking, I've never even used RPR. I'd urge you to go like download the app, check well, it out. Well, I was going to ask you that. Is it an app? Is it a website? Yeah, it's both. What and, is and you it? have a login. It's RPR.com? Uh, yeah, it's either. I think it's RPR.com or you I'm just look up uh, Realtor Property Resource, Realtor's Property Resource. I'd urge you, go in there and play around with it. And please, in the comments, let me know if this is something oh, that you NAR, actually. Oh, it's NAR, NAR RPR. Yeah, NAR RPR.com. Let me know if this is actually something that you would use hmm. in your current market. Would you actually, this is, I agree that a, a property resource database nationally is mm -hmm. going to happen. Mm -hmm. I agree that this is a really good resource, basically taking all the information that is living in town halls and mm -hmm. putting it online. hundred mm -hmm. mm percent. I just don't think people that aren't, software developers should start becoming or acting like software developers nar if your number one goal is to protect homeowners rights that's what we've always said protect homeowners rights mm -hmm. and agents right then don't become a software developer okay you're now whether this lawsuit is even like got any legs to it or not well he's can you explain i don't think you really explained why let's, he's let's suing, explain the lawsuit though. so this guy len komar who worked as a contractor one of the 19 he mm -hmm. only worked from march to june 2017 mm -hmm. he worked on rpr's core platform the property database mm -hmm. um not broker data management platform upstream which rpr delivered in may of 2018 two years behind schedule and defective so Upstream and RPR ended up going their separate ways at the end of 2018. Anyways, he launched this crowdfunding campaign to sue RPR. He told uh, Inman that at the time they started to build Upstream from, from scratch because mm -hmm. they couldn't use a lot of the code from RPR because it was so 
bad. Mm -hmm. So he now is, you know, saying a lot of bad things about RPR. Whether that, whether because well, he got real. let go, he got let go. Now he's saying it's not because he got let go is not, why he's suing not. them. He's saying it's because they said that he overcharged for his work. And that he was slanderous on his way out, which I don't know. I mean, well. he's got some some heavy comments here. Mm -hmm. Whether it's the truth or not, whatever. We don't we don't actually know that. What I know though is that NAR is now engaged in another lawsuit and spending a whole bunch of our money on a product that not nearly enough agents are getting any value out of, and they've created this whole entire cluster fuck. Basically, wow. Did it. of shit that now the agents, the members, the NAR members have to figure out how to clean up. Which is going to cost more money. Right. Yeah. So they're Again, throwing more money. Definitely put that uh, little screenshot of all the money they've spent in their suave. That's what I'm really focused on. I'm not focused on this little lawsuit with yeah. a contractor. I mean, whatever it is, it is. I'm focused on the fact that NAR needs to really define the message to uh, consumers, mm -hmm. homeowners, home buyers, and to their agents, right. and stay out of the software development game. Well, maybe they should just rebrand the R again. Rebrand the R. That might do it. <laughs> so NAR spending money on software development is a racket in my racket. eyes. All right. Number two is real estate coaching broken. What, what do you think the broke agent would say to that? I don't know. He's broken. The broke agent. You are broken. Two weeks wow. in a row, I think we I mentioned feel, him. I was going to say, I was like, is he paying you for each I name know. drop? I know. Wow. If you if you are currently following the broke agent on Instagram, go ahead and unfollow now. Oh. You know? Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. No, I'm going to see him next week. Um, all right. Is real estate coaching broken? Let's just be super transparent here. We yes. are in Team Plus coaching for Tom Ferry. I've also, before I got into Tom Ferry coaching, I've bought in programs from other coaches. One, I can't even remember his name. He was so unimpactful and so bad. It okay, was like, so then let's not, yeah, let's I can't not, remember his let's name. Let's keep it. Um, yep. He's like, it doesn't matter. Just those road yeah. shows. Mm -hmm. I've never done Brian Buffini. I've never done Mike Ferry. I've talked to a lot of people that have done both of those. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This article on Inman that we're referring to is from Brian Eisenhower. Brian has a company, apparently, I've never heard of it, called Eisenhower Coaching. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and he starts the article off brilliantly and with huge impact. Mm -hmm. Let's start with the facts. 33% of agents quit in less than a year, mm -hmm. according to NAR. Look at that. We're really hitting up NAR right now. You like NAR. I do like NAR. Mm -hmm. I do like NAR. I know NAR, you do. I'm I sorry. I'm I'm I just don't it. think you should be software developers. And 87% of agents throw in the towel inside of five years. Okay, so we know that. Before the fifth year, mm -hmm. about 90, almost 90% 90 of people um, don't make it. The, mm -hmm. the reasons are simple. They can't make it work. There aren't enough. Uh, they aren't earning, earning. enough. Mm -hmm. They learned how to fill out a contract, but not much else. That's why real estate coaching engagements often begin in a panic, mm -hmm. right? Makes sense. Right. Mm -hmm. The agent is failing, the struggle is real, and the need is urgent. Okay. So I do think that that's I feel a like good. You could be like a you could be like a storybook reader. Yeah, like, if I could like read. Sit in the if library. I could read. Remember when the librarian would like hold the book? <laughs> Ness, you think I'd be good at that? <laughs> I think it'd be terrible. I, we, we would definitely learnt something. I'm the worst uh, reader. <laughs> if you want to learn, 
It was your it was your expression. It was you were very you were enjoying that. I was enjoying you were that. enjoying it. I could tell. Would you agree that most agents do go hire a coach and are like in panic, like yeah. stressed out mode? So I guess what's really interesting there, though, is that I feel like a lot of agents do um, probably go to coaching when it is panic mode. But at that moment, though, too, they can't even afford it. So as much as I feel like some people mm. want to they can't afford it so it's just it's it becomes unfortunately not even anything that they can do where um obviously if you hop into coaching when you can afford it um makes the most sense but yeah no i i, I don't and again i guess i can't say that everyone's in panic mode because i feel like a lot of people within the tom ferry circuit are like have been doing it from the very beginning i yeah i act, we know people that have from the beginning of their career, coaching, I mean, on day, day one, one of, being, of their yes. I mean, if you're a new agent watching this right now, I I'm obviously an advocate of Tom Ferry coaching. <laughs> I would urge you to to get a coach on day one. Yeah. All right. So I thought Brian had a really good lead up into mm -hmm. this, but then he starts talking about why most real estate coaching isn't designed um, to be a quick solution. It and, can't be. I mean, right? it's not. And but. he starts talking about on on average coaching, you have 30 minutes a week on the phone or on some type of a Zoom face-to-face -face mm -hmm. call with the client. And what he's basically saying, I'm gonna paraphrase now, is that that's not enough <laughs> coaching, right? He mm -hmm. believes um, like that just in those 30 minutes a mm -hmm. week, you're just putting out fires. Oh mm -hmm. my gosh, here's my problems, here's here's what's going on. Oh, and then is that, what, is that what's, what happens on your calls? No. No, that's not how it's happening on my calls, I no, don't but, think. No, but I'm just kind of, this is this is a common I'm going to give Brian absolute credit here. This is a common feeling within the industry, certainly from people who have never tasted and tested coaching. Right. Mm -hmm. Like that. I'm just going to get this 30 minute call. And a lot of people have, you know, if you run the call, if you allow yourself to take over the call, the mm -hmm. 30 minute call mm -hmm. and you just spill out drama mm -hmm. and problems. And this right. agent said that. Yep. Then yeah, of course you're not with your going coach drama. Hmm. Our coach isn't going to allow us to go there. No, it's right? definitely a waste of your thirty minutes. But listen, there's there's thousands of coaches in the or claim that they're coaches. Yeah, in, yeah I mean, we yeah. met a guy in Arizona, right? I mean, how would you like to get a coach from him? Oh, he's a coach. Yeah, huh. he has a coaching company. Interesting. That's making uh, off of the looks of it lots of money. Anyways, well, he does well. You have lots and lots of coaches. Not the guy that owned the house. Oh. Now we're, I feel like we're nobody. everyone watching is tuning out because they're like, all right, listen. What are they, they talking about? There's a guy, Kevin Ward. He has a coaching company. That's who we're talking about, all right? <laughs> um, just so that everybody everybody can have the full transparency. Anyways, there's thousands of coaches out there, or like you said, people that claim to be coaches. Mm -hmm. You can get hooked up with somebody that's just literally stealing money. Right. Right? What I do want to make clear off of this article, because it sounds like, because Brian, you are coming from a position of having a coaching company, Eisenhower Coaching. This mm -hmm. article is sponsored by Eisenhower Coaching. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows the big ones, Tom Ferry, Mike Ferry, Buffini, right? Mm -hmm. um, and everybody kind of puts that same connotation, 30-minute call and that's it. I want to say it's up to, especially with these big coaching companies, it is up to you as the individual agent to actually come in there and be coachable. Mm -hmm. So you've got a 30 minute call once a week or whatever you've got, whatever your thing is set up for. Now you also have the opportunity to jump into those private Facebook groups and create relationships and ask questions and learn from those groups. Mm -hmm. You can also, like in Tom Ferry, I'll just speak from what we know. 
Tom Ferry coaching, you can jump into the hub and you can role play off of a video call in real time. You can create a whole bunch of contacts, contacts within the ecosystem, as they mm -hmm. call it, mm -hmm. that allow you to build out masterminds. We've done it here, role playing in the morning with different groups. Mm -hmm literally just sharing files of right. maybe of operational scripts of yeah. scripts mm -hmm. operations of how people run teams like endless amount of stuff on top of that you have the conferences where you can really dig into these relationships maybe have meetups within your mastermind mm -hmm. literally the 5 a.m call is a whole bunch of people that are in real estate coaching and this is now kind of morphed into its own thing right mm -hmm. like You've got to show up if you're on a team. It, let's go to sports analogies because I love them. Oh, God. Right? You, you love them. Nicole you, loves them, too. Nicole's married to a uh, sports coach. Like, Yeah, but I mean. If, if you're, <laughs> <laughs> and this is why she doesn't want to hear another sports analogy. Well, you just do them all the time. Well, I think I've heard them all. But shoot. If you're on a team and you want to be coached by your coach, you need to show up to practice. You need to show up every single day. And if you want a little bit of extra one-on-one, -on -one, you might have to show up to practice early. You might have to stay late. Like you've got to put in the work. You've got to be like Michael Jordan. Okay, I've got Phil Jackson, the greatest team coach in NBA, you know, at the time history. And then now I'm going to go get Tim Grover as my personal coach. Is real estate coaching broken? No, absolutely not, Brian. It is not broken. Are there broken coaches, people that shouldn't even be coaches? Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. I'm in some text threads where we make fun of coaching ads that come up all the time with people that I'm connected to because we know good coaching and then we know people trying to steal money. But coaching's not broken. Coaching in any industry, in anything you do, is going to be here forever and always. It's called open growth mindset, being willing to learn, wanting to get better every single day. And I don't care what you do. You want to be a better mother. There's going to be opportunities for you to get coached, whether it's just masterminding with other mothers. See that? I went away from the sports thing there. Mm -hmm. Right. How'd that feel? Felt really good. Yeah. Throwing the mothers get really, Gotta. really diverse mothers Gotta. and sports. You know? That's going to be, that's going to be your, your Instagram Really diverse story. and not soccer moms. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I saw your wife put on Facebook about driving the Explorer. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was funny. so funny. That yeah. was funny. Yeah, That's that another joke. Nobody knows what you're talking about. It's fine. Um, well. But coaching is not broken. Absolutely not. It's up to us to, to accept the coaching. If you're interested in Nicole's joke, why don't you go ahead and tell before we get into the next racket. Oh, no. Well, you drive an Explorer. Can't throw stuff out there. People I'm sorry. Byron drives a black Explorer. And, and black on black. And it was just funny about saying how... Um, I hate I hate having to slow down for soccer moms because I think they're cops like it was in our funny. state of Connecticut. I don't know if this is every state, but a lot of the state police officers have these black, black. on black Ford Explorers. Yeah. So I would urge everybody. Here's my little tip of the day. Oh, gosh. Tip of the day. Just one. Whatever state you're, you're in. Us one? Go and buy whatever car is the undercover Do cop they move car out of your way. Yes. People move out of your way. Just get in the left lane and go 85, <laughs> and everybody thinks you're a cop. They just start moving into the right lane. Oh my so, God, that's so funny. tip of the day, go buy the undercover cop car in your community <laughs> and go 85. I actually have cops drive by me, and they give me the wave. They do. And I give them the wave. You do? Yeah. Oh my God. You're yeah. That's ridiculous. That's. That's a racket. It's a little speeding I hack mean, for you. If you get a ticket, a do not send your tickets into the real world. Word right? up. Don't sue us either. Okay. All right. Third racket. Racket number three, Taylor Morrison, who I follow this company. Do you follow this, I don't. this company I'm on Instagram? Though. She sounds riveting. T Taylor Morrison, home builder, latest home builder to bet 
big on single family rentals. Nicole found this one off of Inman on CNBC. Appreciate the diversity I of tried. the article I'm selection. I'm trying really hard. I'm trying really hard. Why don't you summarize this up since you're super passionate about it? I'm super passionate about no, it too, but why don't you ahead. sum it you're up? No, go ahead. You're the, please. No, Nicole, no. no. I'm, Jeez, I'm please, good. you, please. you do it. Nope. Do they some? like hearing from you. <laughs> Everybody likes hearing Would from you. Would you do Byron. something, Nicole? All right. So uh, they're in Scottsdale, Arizona. I've been following them on, I want to say, Instagram for quite some time. Really? Shout out to you guys. Um, hmm. Yeah, I really, I really think up. I have. Pull them up. I'm going to. And they just announced the partnership with Christopher Todd Communities, which is also Arizona, to build single-family rent-only communities. Mm -hmm. It's part of a trend builders stepping into the single-family rental space either on their own or partnering with an established rental company. We work with some developers ooh, here. You just like the pretty pictures? Yeah, a lot of pretty I, I, pictures. I think they do good work. Yeah, you know, I'm not, it's I'm pretty. Not, ooh, look at yeah. it. It's good. They're doing, they're doing a good job on IG, so they check are. them out on IG. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll link them up if we're super nice. We're definitely going to link up the article. Yeah. Um, mm. Here's what I say. We work with a lot of developers here in Connecticut, mm -hmm. and I've always, you know, when they talk to me about the best opportunities in the market, mm -hmm. even though this hurts our bottom line significantly, we're significantly. working on a project 66 High Street mm -hmm. in Connecticut that is over a 60, overall, a $60 million sellout. And when that developer asked me, what do I think the best opportunity for him is in the next five years? I said, go build apartments. Yeah. So like, I don't get anything out of them building apartments where right. when they have a development of 60 million, we're on the sales side, we get commission on that 60 yeah. million. But it, the best advice is the best advice. Like I do believe that having an option for rentals in your community that feels luxury, mm -hmm that is new, mm -hmm. um, that is in a great location, mm -hmm. and that also um, is somewhat affordable mm -hmm. is absolutely the right play for a lot of developers mm -hmm. right now. Right. You see developers when the market's good, like now, building, 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 can't sell them, they've opened up a, an HOA or whatever, and now they go belly up. I would rather them sit, like do something like this where mm -hmm. maybe they even, they're gonna build hold have mm -hmm. an investor in place where they know hey we're not selling this right right and then maybe you can go what can you do then you could go flip the project in 15 years after you've refied it three times tax code cheat in america you can refi not pay taxes on it right and collect a monthly income mm -hmm. i don't know i i just I think it's the best thing to do in America well, today. I mean, it's clear. I, I mean, and, and I think that most are agreeing with you. I mean, Toll Brothers is in on it as well as obviously the the newest member here, Taylor. I mean, and how hard is it to find a single family rent? That's well, that's the new, biggest. That's the biggest thing is clean. just sing, well, right. And and a lot of and I think we're we're at Smars. Obviously, they're doing this in a lot of cities because I do think that there's a big turnover in like if there's hospitals nearby, right? Like new residents coming in. You know, you have these like two year plans. Um, but again, I do, yes, yeah, single family, absol absolutely, or someone that's selling a house and just wants to move somewhere temporarily until, you know, they find the right house. Um, but you're seeing it a lot of, a lot where, like, even, like, in Vermont, where, mm. like, development is sort of slowing down, you're seeing a lot of people kind of going in that route. Again, even, like, the Airbnb thing, I mean, there's actually some developers, too, that are, like, just do getting into the Airbnb game, you know, not necessarily annual rentals, but, like, weekly rentals, monthly yeah. rentals. I mean, there's there's certainly money that people are looking for the experience. And, and, and I think that's why it's good, too, that there's these rentals sort of in all these cities because 
I mean, if you're looking just to like hop around, I, I think that I think it's I think it's well, like, brilliant. It's interesting. They're um, in they're in Scottsdale. Scottsdale's we've been there. Yes, it's a huge retirement community, right? right? So Ooh, now that's true too, because then like half the year that down there, half the year, right? Maybe you maybe you're not willing to give up the the home up north, mm -hmm. and it's that's going to be your family home, but you're just going to rent. You you've just done the math, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to rent. A annual lease. I'm gonna yeah. rent it literally for twelve months. I'm gonna have my car there. Yep. I'm gonna go pop in and out when I my want. My clothes are there. The other yeah. thing I, I think about too for these right retirees, whether it's Scottsdale, Arizona, or Florida, or something like that, you can go now and you know you want to be there. Maybe you've vacationed there mm -hmm. uh, once a week for the last twenty years. Mm -hmm. Now just go down and rent in that community for oh, a year yeah. or two. Figure and, out if it's the right town. Spend the right time spot, exactly. For sure. No, I think it's great. So uh, I think you'll see more of this. Congratulations, Taylor Morrison. Yeah. Taylor, Taylor, give us a. I did it. I I, I just started. Down. I just started following them. Beautiful yeah. photos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Check them out on IG. They're they're doing a good job. Good work. Seems like good quality, right? Absolutely. Nicole's Wait a our minute. Our quality did control we person. See her? I feel like I mm. watched a video on her. Huh. I'm blanking. But anyway, okay. Maybe. Not maybe a you've met her. You meet a lot of. No, really I've interesting never met people. her. I've never met her, but. A little bonus here oh, today. Wait. Was she at Agent Twenty? Oh, she could have been. I feel she like been at Agent I, 20 feel, I feel like she was there. That'd be a pretty good memory. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Would thought? I thought you were just at the open bar the whole time. But no, yeah. I was listening and paying attention. We've got a little bonus, right? We do. Our little marketing, our best marketer our, of the week. Yeah, I feel like maybe we should do that. <laughs> we should do this every week. Every week, we're or gonna, maybe every week that we find one. We'll tell you who the best market uh, real estate agent piece of marketing of That's the so week funny. was so the florida realtor dylan I, I you do the names jake, jake you think that's jake yeah. published photos from the disaster so there was a fire at the so there this guy is selling land and on the prop the, the property was a house that had caught fire so now they're just selling the land but what he did though was and he literally the first photo in zillow included is the house on fire the house on fire and he it's wrote bring your s'mores to the campfire and build your dream home <laughs> 90 99, bucks so shout I out mean, to uh dylan from where is he? Which He's market? from Florida. St. Petersburg. Yes. Uh, shout out to you, Dylan. Congrats. A little bit of that creative was brilliant. marketing. If anything, you got on Inman. So yeah. congratulations on, Inman. on that. Now you're on the real world. You are. I mean, that's probably, that's well, yeah. easy. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you've got somebody that's just done an amazing piece of real estate marketing, reach out to us. We'll get them on the, the bonus round. There of it the is. Show. Yeah. Could be a new thing. The triple racket. Love your opinions in the comments on if you've ever used RPR. If you were listening to this, I urge you to please jump off, look at RPR. It's something that if you're, especially if you're in NAR, if you're a residential real estate agent who's in mm -hmm. NAR, this is where your dues are going. Love for you to jump in there, look around, let me know if you see value in it, you think, you think I'm wrong and you think it brings you and your clients tremendous value. I'd love to know in the comments. Yeah. And smash that like button. Smash it. Smash it. So glad we learned something today. We learned a lot. All right, so guys. Much. Keep it real. Bye.